the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you pretty good about stopping to smell the roses, appreciating the simple things in life? Hmm. They ask people what some of their favorite simple pleasures in life are. How about you, Kev? Favorite simple pleasure (sighs) besides coffee. I was about to say first espresso (laughs) shot in the morning. I like that. Okay. Scratching my dog Marco behind the ears, because if you've ever seen a picture of him, his ears are comically large, Mm -hmm. and they go straight out to the sides. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, that moment when you pull in your driveway after a long day of work, and you turn off the car, and you go, (sighs) that's a really good moment. Especially because you know your wife is cooking for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Here's what the survey said. Three in ten adults said cake is one of their favorite simple pleasures. Other biggies, feeling the sun on your face, seeing an older couple holding hands. That's always so sweet. You're like, oh, I want to be like that. Going for a bike ride, seeing flowers or trees bloom and making someone laugh. That's always a really good feeling, isn't it? Oh, yeah. When someone laughs at your jokes. Yeah. That's that's a great feeling. Taylor. (laughs) I laugh at a lot of your jokes. Sometimes I tell them and they just... just, the laugh isn't enough and then you uh, like point it out again. My favorite one was when we had Mark Schultz on, the Christian artist, and he had his keyboard set up here in the studio and he said, what what would you like me to play for you guys? And I said, I don't know. Play us a song. You're the piano man. Yeah, and we laughed. No, no, you guys didn't. Did we give you a polite chuckle? No, it like went went right over everyone's head. We got it. Have you all ever heard of Billy Joel? Have you ever noticed how little dogs always think they're big dogs coming up? The little dogs that save the day. Have you ever noticed how little dogs always think they're big dogs? Yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, you're going to love this story. Dee Dee lives in Pasadena, and she took a Sunday afternoon nap with her two little adopted terriers, Squirt and May May. <laughs> Suddenly, they sound ferocious. Yes. Squirt, especially. Well, you know, she's trying to sleep, and all of a sudden they run out of the room barking like crazy. They Dee Dee sound had, ferocious. Yes. Dee had no idea that a bear had wandered into their home through an open door and was smelling no around her kitchen what? looking for food. She looked on her security camera later and realized the bear was scared off by the little dogs and didn't even give up a fight. And you know what's so funny? I This is my husband. He's such an animal person. I sent him this, and I'm like, never underestimate a little terrier, because we've had terriers before. Not that small. And he felt bad for the bear. He's like, the bear was being super polite. He was just sniffing around. Yeah, I'm just looking for a picnic basket. I'm going to deal with these dogs. <laughs> We have a little mystery in our family going on right now, and I think it's going to be solved. Well, I know it's going to be solved tomorrow night. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. So a mystery is going on with your family? There is a mystery. Um, My niece is up for an award. Ooh. Well, she's getting it, and we have no idea what it's for. Did the child mention a check? (laughs) 
I knew. I, yeah, I was thinking about. It. I'm like, oh, if it was scholarship Remember money for college. Yeah, <laughs> you got the award for that the cheermeister. So cool. The child mentioned a check because um, it's really cool. She wants to be a nurse, so money for college would be awesome. But here's what's been very hard on me as the lowly aunt in the COVID world. Before, I wasn't allowed to go to her cross country meets. Because only one parent or two, some two, some parents snuck in two parents, even though there's supposed to be one parent, was allowed, even okay. though it's outdoor cross country. Okay. And now for this award ceremony, it's limited to parents only. Mm. No aunts and uncles. Uh. No siblings. Of course, my younger niece is thrilled she gets the house right, to herself for one evening. Yeah, <laughs> She's like, oh, I'll stay home and play with my cats. Um, but I feel like, man... So I just I can't wait to find him. What would, I'm like, what is it? Are they gonna, what kind of reward is she? Are they going to stream it at all? Are they going to live stream no, it? No, not that I've heard. Why not? Of. I don't it's know. 2021 people. Why not? Everything hey, should be live streamed. I would pay money to watch, to live stream it. Like they could use it as a f- booster fundraiser. I would pay. Why don't you tell your I sister? Watch. Text me when it's about time for hers and start doing a Facebook Live thing. And let me uh, let me uh, eavesdrop. She would or maybe FaceTime. 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 Yeah, her, her daughter whatever. would never let her go okay, Facebook whatever. Live. Okay, whatever. So FaceTime. Mom. FaceTime. So and just have her hold the camera up or whatever. And she'll be like every other parent holding the camera up. She might be willing to do that for me. Yeah. So yeah. Then, yeah. I'll ask. It's 2021, people. What are we, why am I thinking of this? I'm the least techie guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she's like... Yeah, she definitely can't ask her daughter ahead of time. No, because her daughter no, would no, say no. no. Yeah, that's a don't. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't. You don't ask permission for that. You just but, do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely am having major FOMO for sure. <laughs> just the aunt. Another COVID casualty. Yes, you not being able to go to the award ceremony. Do you consider yourself an, an adventurous eater? Yes. Um, yeah, you are for sure, Kev. I'm willing to try like new fruits, new vegetables. But when it comes to meats, I'm very squeamish about anything new that I've never tried before. I'll give anything a whirl. Remember what you guys got for Easter that one year? Oh, we had rabbit on Easter Sunday. Who does that? That's why we did it. We ate the Easter bunny. (laughs) Well, um, we're I'll admit it. (laughs) Starting now, there's a new law in Wyoming, and you can have roadkill for dinner. Yeah, it used to be illegal. It It used to be illegal to pick up, you know, like a a mule deer or an elk or an antelope off the highway and be like, hey, babe, I stopped and got us some dinner. (laughs) We got steaks in the freezer now. But now it's totally legal. Like there's certain animals off limits like grizzly bear. And um, but can you imagine like instead of a a wife going, I just don't know what to make tonight. Dad goes. (laughs) I'll be back. All right, let's go, go for a drive. Go for a drive. See what we can find. <laughs> and the rule is you have to take the whole carcass. You can't just take like parts. But dude, this is a rule, a law on the books in 30 other states already. Wyoming is just late to the party, to mm. the to the roadkill party. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. That's gross. There's no way. Ugh. That's... <laughs> So now you have, if you go to dinner at someone's house, you have to say, so, uh, where's this meat? Where'd you get this from? Yes. <laughs> if you pick up roadkill for dinner, you might be a or redneck. Someone, yeah, if someone posts it on social media, look what we got. You know, avoid them for Don't, like the next six yeah, months. Just tell them you're busy. <laughs> Warning, your eye may twitch a little bit when you hear twitch.
toilet paper is in the news again. What? Why? Why? <laughs> Thankfully, it's we not what you think. We only have 73 rolls stored. Why? <laughs> That's just it. It's not what you think. Turns out we still all have too much. <laughs> we hoarded so much toilet paper after the shortage last year yeah. that sales of toilet paper are down. People have toilet paper <laughs> under their sinks, in linen closets, cabinets, you name it. And uh, I am embarrassed to admit how much is in our house. Yeah. It's just me and Glenn. And when, remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about on the show that be, when that ship was blocking the Suez Canal, that might create a mini toilet paper shortage again. Yeah. I went out and bought another case of toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> because it was so bad during the pandemic. I mean, I was like, can you spare a square? Like it was getting serious. I almost started to count the rolls last night. Mm hmm. For the show today, and I was too embarrassed. I'm like, I can't do it. It's too many. It'd be so embarrassing. Have you ever noticed that you spend a lot of time as a kid being afraid of things hmm. that really never end up happening ever? We're going to talk about that next. Have you noticed that you spend a lot of time as a kid worrying about stuff that never ends up happening? So maybe that worrying worked. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, remember how little you were when you learned stop, drop, and roll? I've so far never had to stop, drop, and roll. And then you spend a lot of time, because of the TV shows that you watch, especially if you spend any time watching Gil Gilligan's Island, you worry about quicksand. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, I I got to be prepared for the right. day that the, that happens. Really thought this was going to be a threat every yeah. day of my life. And I personally step. have never been in quicksand <laughs> so I'm trying to think of other things that I was scared of as a kid. I think I was scared of getting struck by lightning. Yeah. Not really knowing that the chances were so slim. But you know what happens when you start talking about stuff like this? Then you get to know people that really have been in oh, quicksand. Yeah. I was yeah. struck by lightning while in quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to stop, drop, and roll. That's how unlucky I am, right? <laughs> but yeah, the lady... Try stop, dropping, and rolling in quicksand. That is not easy. <laughs> One of our ladies named Angela, she remember she got in quicksand on a canoe trip along the river. They stepped out of the canoe and she remembered watching the TV show Survivor and she knew how to get out of it. You lay back, like just lay down and then you slowly dig your legs out like, but don't struggle. So now, you, now if you ever worry about quicksand, you, you know. If you've ever wondered, is, do you get useful <laughs> tips that you can use in your daily life on the Kevin and Taylor yes. show? Yes. You now know how to escape quicksand. <laughs> Taylor, have you ever gotten something, I don't know, a little tchotchke, a little surprise, a little gift that you became unreasonably excited and happy about? Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm trying right, to think I've of something. I've got a great example of some lady that I follow on social media is like, over the top over something really small. I know we've all done this. We'll talk about it next. So you've ever gotten, um, I don't know, like over the top excited over something really small and insignificant that other people might not understand your excitement over. There's a lady I follow on social media and she bought a Peanuts day planner, like a day planner. Yeah. that's Peanuts characters, Snoopy and Charlie Brown, the whole gang. That's not what she was over the top excited about. She did not know when she unwrapped it from its plastic and opened up the first pages that there were stickers inside <laughs> stickers she felt like a kid again yeah here's how much like a kid she is she said now i have the dilemma i've got to be very careful how i use these stickers 
because you want to put them on something that you're going to see a lot and it's going to you know, you're going to get a lot of use out of the stickers. You've got to have good sticker usage or you'd waste the said stickers. Maybe she could put them on birthdays. And after that, she was like, uh, she's like, I'm, I'm too old <laughs> to be really concerned about this dilemma of proper use of my peanut stickers. But there it is. Yeah. And and she was already suffering from OLD when she bought herself a day planner. Because <laughs> nobody uses those hardly anymore. So I'm just, I'm wondering though, have you been over the top excited over something like that that no one else would have been like, Oh my gosh, peanut stickers. Yeah. Winning. Give us a call. Angela, it's Kevin and Taylor. And we're talking about getting uh, overexcited over something really, really small. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I get excited about, oh, first of all, I love you guys' show. Oh, but, thank you. <laughs> I get excited about cardboard because it's just so much you can do with it. So <laughs> I just had to um, clean my garage out and I was having problems getting rid of cardboard. <laughs> and so we went, we, my son and I went to the farmer's market to, to load off some of the cardboard. And as we were leaving, out, he was like, oh, look at that. That's some great cardboard over there. That's a good kind. And he was like, mom, really, get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Excited over the good cardboard. I like the yeah. uh, the packing bubbles that you can pop. Those are oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, now, my kids like that, but I like the cardboard because you can make stuff out of it. So I made a <laughs> shelf, and I made uh, I made a floating shelf, and I made a fireplace. Oh, wow. You're off. creative. <laughs> wow. Man, that's awesome, Angela. Go you. All right. Thanks for calling, and thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, guys. Love Bye-bye. you. Do you tend to be a perfectionist? That can be challenging when you become a mom and dad. Uh, Here's good news. There's no perfect parent. Ann and Dave are marriage and parenting coaches and parents themselves. And they say it's important to raise men and women of integrity and character rather than raising kids to be happy and successful. Absolutely. And they say that changes how you parent. They also say that putting your marriage first is one of the biggest gifts you can give your kids. Their first book is called Vertical Marriage, and this new one is called No Perfect Parent. just came out if you wanted to check it out. Do you catch yourself using this phrase, and this is why we can't have nice things? (laughs) Coming up, who says that the most? Do you catch yourself saying, and this is why we can't have nice things? Yes, usually after I've done something not very bright. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of us say it, but guess who's saying it the most? People who have kids and people who have pets. Almost half of adults who have children or pets are putting off buying nice items for the house over fears they'll be ruined. Parents say they'll finally maybe get some decent furniture, for example, when the kids are older. And Kev, didn't you do that with your four kids? You like waited for a while till they got a little older till you bought furniture? Yes. And uh, we're waiting right now to replace our uh, uh, cutlery. Like we're down to five spoons right now. Oh my. Like what are the teaspoons? Like Mm -hmm. you would use to eat cereal and stuff? Uh, Yeah, we're down to five. And we refuse to buy any more until they're gone because we. This is the second round of soup spoons or, or teaspoons we've gone through. Where are they going? We don't know. We, I've, <laughs> I've found them in the trash. I've found <gasps> them in cars. I think what happens is they they take something like to work or school, oh, and then it just then it's to bring never to be back. seen again. So yeah. So my wife and I are like, we're not buying that. And then she also is not going to replace her nonstick frying pans. 
because mm. the kids have destroyed those. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's like, don't don't buy me any expensive cookware until they're gone. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we cannot have nice things. We, we <laughs> cannot have nice things because kids. <laughs> My husband it. would blame me because <laughs> I spill. Yeah, we should talk about this. We should talk about this. Why can't you in your house? Why can't you have nice things? All right. So tell us why in your house can you just not have nice things? And if it's you, we won't judge you. If you're the reason you can't have nice things, give us a call. Hey, Gail, we're talking about why we can't have nice things. In my house, it's that four-letter word, kids. Well, at my house, I have two boys. We had our carpets cleaned, and we had moved everything out of our huge living room. Didn't move anything off the mantle. Why should we move anything off the mantle? Right. Only to find out. Only to find out that the kids decided to get the exercise ball and play kickball in the living room <gasps> before the carpets got cleaned. <laughs> no, what did they knock off you the mantle? You can only imagine. Yep, uh, candle holders and globes. <laughs> oh no! So sorry. <laughs> oh, that's the hey, worst. It's, it's fun. At that, that's what you have years later to laugh about. So yeah, many yes, years later, you can you laugh. <laughs> many years later. Yes, it has been many years, so we can laugh about it now. Jackie, why can't you have nice things in your house? <laughs> One summer, my cousins and I decided to use our grandparents' waterbed as a trampoline. Not thinking <laughs> that it was going to burst. We all were like, cause it, was the, it was the end of the waterbed era, so we didn't grow up with waterbeds. So we stopped full thing. <laughs> It was such a mess, and we were like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And that's why Grandma can't have nice things. (laughs) I know. The grandmas are so sweet. She still invited us over, like, a month or two later. (laughs) (laughs) She took her, like, six weeks to It took her a while. Carbon had to dry out. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, have you heard about the movie uh, The Girl Who Believes in Miracles? Oh, I just saw the trailer. It looks really good, doesn't, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Oh, my gosh, it does. And what a time for a movie like that, you know, bringing some hope for everybody because we've all been through so much. Yeah, it's it looks like such a strong story. It's about this little girl, Sarah, who she takes God at his word. And when she hears her preacher say faith can move mountains, she's like, okay. And she starts praying and God starts answering all her prayers. But then she gets all this media attention, and that takes a toll on her. You can see the trailer right now at thegirlwhobelievesinmiracles.com. And as a really cool side note, the guy that produced the film, he's 98 years old, and it's the first movie he's ever produced. <laughs> it's so cool. That's like the old man who believed yeah, in miracles. Yeah, Lauren Daigle's got her song, You Say, in there. And uh, the trailer, I, I, like I said, you got to watch it. looks so good. And it gets a 94% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, so people are loving this movie check it out now the girl who believes in miracles.com you know that feeling when your spouse needs you and you just can't get there well our producer griffin his wife sarah was a a damsel in distress and she was the victim of a random act of kindness Hmm. when he couldn't be there we'll find out what happened next so griff sarah was a a damsel in distress yesterday what happened she was yeah i was at work and uh, she was getting ready to take the kids to school and she went to start the car and the car would not start Dude, that just happened to us the other day with Tracy. It's wild. Yeah. Um, I guess it was something with the battery. For some reason, the battery drained and just was not starting the car. So she calls me like, what do I do? Uh, We used to live really close to her parents, Mm -hmm. but we don't anymore. So that's not really an option for them to come help out. Um, And I was just thinking, I was like, I don't, I'm trying to figure it out, Sarah. I don't know. Um, Then I was like, hey, you know, we just moved to this new, new house. 
we've met like one set of neighbors. That's it. <laughs> They're the ones behind us, this retired couple. I was like, hey, maybe. Oh, he's got a retired. He's got jumper cables. Right. Oh, yeah. I knew he had them. I, I knew this guy had them. And he's I knew... dying for an opportunity to use them. <laughs> I knew they would probably be awake already because of their age. Yeah, they'd like to get up early. And I was like, maybe go knock on their door and see if they'd be willing to drive around and come help. Yeah. And sure enough, they answered the door. They were like more than willing to come oh, help. I just got chills. That's so awesome. So they drove their car around. And, of course, they try to pull it in the garage next to our car, and the batteries are on the opposite side. Uh. <laughs> so then he helped Sarah push our car out into the driveway so they could match up the batteries yeah. and everything and get it jumped. And mm-hmm. they jumped it, it started, and she was good to go. And got oh, the kids to school awesome. only a few minutes late. All and you're things- probably like, don't turn the car off when you get to school. Yeah, keep it on all day. We're good. <laughs> That's so sweet, because like I, like I told Kevin the other day when someone helped his wife with a jump. Yeah. It probably made their day just as much as Sarah's day because they felt so good having a chance to help. I hope so. And I know Sarah and myself, we feel like we inconvenienced them so much. But yeah, hopefully they had that feeling. Yeah, you said they yeah. were tired. My big question, yeah. though, is how did you guys dupe these this community into uh, thinking you were retirees? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a 50-plus community. not a retirement community? No, oh, no. okay. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> hey, if you found that out, your kids will be the the star of the neighborhood. That's true. <laughs> they think you and Sarah are really young looking and those are your grandkids. <laughs> so a buddy of mine, believe it or not, still has a few boxes of Girl Scout cookies left to unload. <laughs> like he needs to sell them? Yes. Oh. Yes. Or his he, daughter does. Well. <laughs> You're my yeah, buddy. His daughter does. <laughs> and that's what I want to talk about in your house when it comes to this kind of stuff. Girl Scout cookies or wrapping paper at Christmas time, whatever kind of fundraiser that your kids get you into, who does most of the selling and delivering and everything else? Is it your kids or is it you? So I don't know what it is with moms and dads, and I've been among them, where you feel the need to inject yourself when your kids have some type of fundraiser or sale going on. I've done it with my kids. My dad did it with me. I I want a 10-speed uh, they were an Easter candy sale at St. Jane Francis School. I was in seventh grade, and my dad was like, huh, Easter candy. Let me see that sheet. I got you. And I like blew everyone away. He sold like $2,000 worth of Easter wow. candy at his work, and I won a 10-speed bike. I didn't sell one. I didn't sell a peep. <laughs> Nothing. And dad didn't have to buy you a bike for Christmas. Maybe that was his motivation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But there's something in us that goes, I'll, I'll help you. Sure. And my, my buddy Mike's doing it right now with Girl Scout cookies. He's got them at his shop. They're on the counter. You come in and he's like, hey, uh, how many boxes of cookies you want? Not would you like some? <laughs> how many do you want? So have you ever done that? Mom, dad stepped in and then on the flip side of it, too, if you take the orders, then somebody's got to deliver all this stuff too. guess who's doing that. It's mom or dad. Have you ever found yourself there? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Mean Totes, Kevin and Taylor. So, man, fundraising can be stressful. Your kids are charged with selling this stuff, but often it falls to the parents. <laughs> you can relate? Yes. Yes, I can definitely relate to that. What happened? My daughter, she's introverted, and so am I. So each year she gets fundraiser stuff to do, mm-hmm. and I would just pay for them and give the stuff away. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm the worst at it. Oh, that's so tough, because that's probably not part of your budget to spend all that money. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's less stressful than having to go ask someone, could you buy this? 
and then you cry later. But it was always fun giving it away. Rather than have that uncomfortable situation, you'd rather take the economic hit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you just gave us such an insight, Minto, into being an introvert. You said you would go ask and then cry later. Like, that's how stressful it was for you. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that Aww. funny how some people, like, I, I've known some really gifted salespeople in my day, and they, they couldn't care less. They're like, every no is getting me closer to one more yes. <laughs> and they just use that as, no. like, inspiration. Whereas someone like, like you and, like, my wife would be like that. And my daughter, April. They do not like to ask for stuff like like something like that. that. No, I liked people and I've I've overcome my shyness, but I don't want to ask people to buy something from me me. and my older daughter. Boy, we would rock a Girl Scout cookie stand. (laughs) (laughs) Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.